Ahoy. Hi. I'm Evan. I'm Addie. And you're listening to the Speaking English Podcast, the place to be, just in general, <laughs> specifically, <laughs> specifically also for people who are trying to watch more movies and reading books in the right place. This episode 84. And uh, for this edition of the show, we watch uh, The Fireman's Ball, directed by Milos Foreman, and we're here to talk about it. It was uh, it's a Czech movie. I'm in Prague right now, and uh, we're trying to go about watching some more Czech movies. So uh, this one is that. Before we get into any of that stuff, though, uh, how was your week then? My week has been kind of a lot of ups and downs. Um, I had a really good Halloween. I think that so that's kind of the highlight of my week. It's all just been downhill from there. Today, I went to the dentist, and I feel that I only have control over how my mouth down. <laughs> I'm having a really hard time about it. Um, that kind of sucked. So yeah, I don't know. Nothing in between. Really awesome Halloween party at my place that went so well, and I so thrilled about it. Boring week, dentist appointment. Did you have any cavities? Yeah, that's why I had to go today. I had to get a cavity filled, and that's why my they had to numb my mouth. Oh yes, that's what it was. That's happened to me once before. Yeah, I was trying to think of the last time when my mouth felt like that. Yeah, I had one cavity in my top tooth, and they had to put like a shot right there to fill it, and um, it feels so weird. And I'm like looking at myself in the Zoom camera, and I don't—you can kind of tell. <laughs> I feel that my mouth looks like it's lights lopsided when I talk, and I'm having just like a hard time um, speaking my words like in a way that's understandable. I'm sorry. Putting uh, in. It, sound, it does sound fine to me. Okay, good. Um, I also have some audio problems when recording in a different room today. So it's even more echoey. I think I've, I've definitely noticed at least in editing these since I've been here. Mm-hmm. I sound not very good. <laughs> it's <laughs> the whole echo. So I'm, I'm afraid it'll be even worse this time around. For some reason, this room seems. Uh, a bit more echoey, a bit more cavernous, you can say. <laughs> but that's okay. I'll be back sooner than you know it, and we'll be back to sounding more normal. Nice. Speaking of sounding better, um, if you want to help support us <laughs> get new uh, sound and microphone equipment, that's what our proceeds to our Patreon are going to right now. We're working towards that. So uh, check out our Patreon page for extra bonus stuff. Uh, um, I'll talk about it more at the end of the episode. I'm going to front load the uh, episode with all that stuff. But um, yeah, my week has been uh, not the best. I don't know. Not the best. I'll start with that. (laughs) Um, It's been really tough. We're shooting, I'm working on a set starting tomorrow and going through the next 10 days, I think it is. So it's going to be crazy. And it's already started to get crazy. I've been working some long days here. Everything's very busy. I have an essay due on Monday at midnight as well, but I've been trying to like fit in there. 
fit in just like when I have time. So it's it's really weird. Usually when I write essays, it's more of a sit down for like four hours and just write the whole thing. Yeah. And I like put off starting it until right before screen. But now I know that I cannot do that because that's it's due during the time that my group will be shooting. So I'll mm. have like even more responsibility. So I need to finish it. By the end of this weekend, it's going to be a fun challenge. And yeah, I'm so fun. tired all the time. So, so this is a fun little respite from that. Okay, I'm glad. I'm sure it'll all turn out great. But best of luck. That sounds pretty overwhelming. Yeah, it'll, it'll work out one way or another. But uh, I'm noticing now I'm like so tired all the time. Little things are just like pushing me over the edge. It's ridiculous. Like someone will say one mean thing to me, which happened during me today, and I just like tip all the way over. Oh no, I'm so sorry. I don't know why that is. I'm uh, ultra sensitive here lately. I'm the same way. If I'm just like not getting enough sleep, everything is a crisis to me. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it is. It's very dramatic lately, the last few days. <laughs> But that's okay, I suppose. But the coolest thing that happened today is I went to the mall nearby this place we were going to for equipment and stuff. And a lot of running. This week has been cool because there's been a lot of running around to different parts of town that I haven't really been around as much mm-hmm. like before up to this point. So it's been cool. I get to make a really new discoveries at the places. They're just like take different tram routes around. So that's been interesting. Um, but today I stumbled upon this really big mall it's like i don't know huge <laughs> but inside the mall at the food court i found a uh, sushi go around place which anyone's not familiar they just make the kitchen is like constantly pumping out just like really small little dishes and then they put them on the conveyor belt it just like goes around where everyone's sitting and then you just all you can eat, you grab whatever plate and it's been so long since I've done something like that. It was just so good. It was awesome. It made my day. <laughs> that sounds so fun. And I was so full by the time I, I left. It's one of those things that you have not limited in any way. Mm-hmm. And everything's really good. It was awesome. It was so fun. I highly recommend awesome. it. Nice. That's awesome. I think, I think if you're just visiting, just visiting Prague, definitely, um, like for a short amount of time, definitely to get Czech food instead because the Czech food is awesome. But if you're there for a longer time, you can stop by the Palladium Mall, so uh, on the side of town, and the, the, the sushi go around for us. It's awesome. Awesome. I'm still buzzing about that. <laughs> That's awesome. That, uh, yeah, that, that like balances out the rest of the shooting stuff that's happened today. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it all works out. Okay. So the Fireman's Ball. This is a uh, 1967 picture directed by Milos Forman. He is probably, um, so I, I guess I should say I wanted to watch this movie this week. It was part of, and for one of my classes, we were watching stuff about the Czech New Wave or like learning about the Czech New Wave. And uh, I want to share that with you. And uh, this is one that I haven't seen, the, the assigned ones that I haven't seen. Uh, I also chose one of the watch this one because Milos Forman is a name pretty widely recognizable because he went on to go to Hollywood 
after uh, this and became really famous and directing movies that you have probably seen, such as specifically like Amadeus or like the Cookies Thanks. Anyways, fun fact about I don't know how fun it is actually, but Miller Schwarman, he was in America when the Prague, well, after the Prague Spring, when they invaded the, the Warsaw Pact invasion, he was in the United States then, and he just decided to stay there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why he, I don't know about why, but that is one of the contributing factors to why he ended up sitting in America the whole time and got things there. So there you have it. Um, Interesting. So, yeah, he, I I went to uh, look more into his life and career. I don't know a whole lot about him, but uh, yeah. So that's that's what we got going into this one. Uh, the fireman's ball. It's about a um, a fireman's ball. They <laughs> these um, his fire brigade is honoring one of their former presidents by throwing a ball for his birthday and all sorts of crazy stuff happens. Nothing goes to plan. And yeah, that's essentially it. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty short one. Huh? Yeah, very short. But uh, what did you think about it overall? I mostly enjoyed it. Um, it was really funny. It's just like a very cute, kind of easy to get into funny thing. I, I don't know, like... I don't have all that much to say about it. It was just, it's just silly. <laughs> and I like that. <laughs> it was yeah. enjoyable for the most part. For the most part. There was a lot, a lot of the jokes were just about women being ugly, <laughs> which really got on my nerves <laughs> after a while. There's a whole like, yeah, I, there's like a whole, there's many goofy plot lines going on, just kind of about like the chaos that's ensuing at this ball, which I think is fun. Like, I just think that that's like a very fun concept for like a short, goofy movie. Um, but one of the little plot lines is that some of the firemen are trying to like put together like a beauty pageant. And um, there's just like endless jokes where it's just like, let's include this girl. And then they show the girl and the girl's just like, not that cute. And that That is the whole joke. <laughs> like damn i'm over it that's not nice so i mean i know that that's i don't want to like critique that too hard i know it's just like the humor of the time or whatever but it does like i don't know it just was like i probably won't watch it again because of how many jokes Mm -hmm. there were like that but just like i was like i'm so over this yeah that is that is that is a whole like a a very good chunk of the runtime but i would i will say that it seems like the kind of uh it it gets paid back to these hapless hapless firefighting guys it's funny that's true it would have been i would have been like way more upset about it had it not been handled the way that it was like i like none of the girl characters in this movie are like all that upset about it or whatever. And you're right. They do kind of like get their revenge. Like they understand that like, they're just like being objectified. And, and so they're like, we're not going to do this, which is great. I liked that. That's where they took it, but it was just kind of, it was still just a lot. Yeah, I gotcha. And I think, so this movie, as well as pretty much everything else that I've seen from the Czech new wave is, um, making commentary about 
like the, uh, the, the communism of the time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's clear in this one, just the way that, you know, that every, everything just goes wrong. And it, like, she's <laughs> really just poking fun at this, this governmental institution of these firefighter guys. So it's, it's interesting to see like certain ways that they are just like so bad and doing anything. So bad at their job, <laughs> at all their jobs, but namely putting out fires. <laughs> I, I think that that was fun. It, it, it was like such a lighthearted way to mm-hmm. like dig at the government, like you're saying, um, which, yeah, I just think is, is cool. It's like, it's cool satire. Yeah, yeah. And I think it, it doesn't ever really feel like uh, heavy-handed at all. But also, like it, it, uh, you can kind of like see, there, I don't know how much like truth, I guess. It, I don't know how realistic it is, but there seems to be a sense of truth to it. Of like, mm. this could be like, I could see this happening kind of. <laughs> Maybe not like to this extent, but it's like you just see like the clear non-communication, miscommunications. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well something clearly is not working here. <laughs> it's just yeah, funny to I, me how like each there's like two little no, not two specific groups, but you have like the main firefighters and like two specific guys that are just have their own like responsibility. Mm-hmm. And they're just completely at odds with what they're doing. Like the, mm-hmm. the two specific guys compared to like the the main group, but also just kind of everyone has their own kind of ideas that they're doing, and it just doesn't ever connect. Yeah, but it's never, even when, like, massive destruction happens, like, nobody is ever that upset about it, which I really like. Like, I I just really kind of love that whole attitude. I think that the best scene that portrays that is when um, the one guy is watching as, like, prizes are falling over on the raffle prize table because somebody has been selling them. But then, like, they're falling over because there's, like, two kids making out underneath the table. And then he's, like, standing watch because he's pissed. But then when the guy comes out, he's like, you know what? Good for you. (laughs) (laughs) I never expected it to be you. And that's fine. (laughs) And I like, that kind of attitude is just, like, kind of present throughout the whole thing. Like, everything's going wrong. And they're trying their best to help it but there's also like a little bit of like amusement from everybody mm-hmm. or like just expecting this audience to be that um i don't know like inconsiderate i guess i don't know what else to say about it but yeah i don't know i just liked that yeah they're like everybody. not even really caring <laughs> yeah it was like oh we should do this but ah oh well <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, and sometimes even the opposite my the thing that like the one like moment in this movie i guess the two there's two but the one uh, the one specific moment that like stands out to me is when they're all they're like banging on the door to the bathroom and all picked up and they hear the siren and then it moves to a close-up of the guy's face and he's so excited about there being a fire <laughs> He's like, he's like, ah, yes, a fire. <laughs> like that's so, so funny to me because then everyone just like follows them out and they gotta fight, 
I, bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they do a horrible job. Which, yeah, companions just snowball. Yeah. Uh, a, a bigger and bigger ball. Of it. Um, yeah, it was funny. I think I think it like accomplished its criticism of the government well, and it also had a good sense of humor about all of it. So yeah. Like, yeah, it was like entertaining to watch. It was very entertaining. It's goofy and fun and like very fast paced. I like a movie that like kind of takes place over a short amount of time like this, but there's like a lot of different characters doing different things. I like the kind of like organized chaos of of like short timeline, but a lot of people, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. It's interesting because you, you, you start to recognize, by the end of the movie, you like recognize the characters. You don't know their names. Yeah, yeah. I remember, um, I don't know if this like, this may not be, might not relate to the movie at all. But I just remember when I first started watching um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. It was like six or seven episodes in and I still like, before I like finally nailed down what each of the characters' names were, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I guess funny. I confused. I just remember that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's. I guess part of it in this one is that like we're not as used to check names. Mm, yeah, and, that's. You know, and, but at the same time, I still think either way you you have. I don't know, like how caricatured some of these are, but some of some of the characters definitely are. There's certain ones that like you pick up on certain things, you recognize them by that sort of stuff, and it makes it really easy and just to see right away, like, oh, what's going on with these guys? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting. And like you said about the uh, lots of people in a short amount of time, mm-hmm. it makes it more chaotic. That's the kind of thing that I don't know that I think that that like structure of a movie just like lends itself so well to comedy. Mm-hmm. I don't really know why though, <laughs> but a lot of my favorite comedies do that same kind of thing. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if it's about kind of like being able to get slowly more and more ridiculous mm. without kind of having it ever feel like unnatural, I guess. Yeah, you never have to like think about what the long term like consequences of some of these like absurd things might be because of yeah. the movies can. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, because at the end of the movie, I was I looked at the runtime and saw that there were seven minutes left, and they were just they were, uh, in the room, kind of deciding what they're about to do. And I was like, everyone's gone by now. And then they, <laughs> as soon as he's like, wait, I don't hear anything. <laughs> okay, everyone's, everyone's just. Well, how the does that same thing too? Like that movie takes place over just one day, the last day of camp, but there's just like a million things going on, a million characters, and that is like my favorite comedy ever. Like I think that's the funniest movie of all time. So it just works. Something about it just really works. Yeah, I agree. The the ending of this movie too, I think, is great. Like it worked perfectly. The way that the the, the, uh, the first scene with the the guy that they were throwing this for, he's kind of just like he didn't know what was going on the whole time. Mm-hmm. They finally, you know, like this ostentatious thing about it. Sorry about all this mess, but here, and then he graciously accepts it, and then there's nothing in there. <laughs> it was perfect. And then it gets even better. It cuts to this guy who's. 
house burned down <laughs> and they tried to give him stuff, but it just ended up going even worse. Mm-hmm. And he's just there with his bed outside of the house. Yeah. That shot, like, the, the shot itself was really good, too, as well as the mm-hmm. situation. The perfect way to have it. I think, I think kind of, like, um, extending from that, too, that, um, like, this is very well directed. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, like, a couple moments where I was like, wow, it's really cool. Like, it's really well. Without being ever like flashy about it, I mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, and specifically like um, shots that deal with the crowd of people, mm-hmm. and do them really well. There's super interesting. yeah, yeah, I agree. It really was like such like a lively party for most of the movie, and that they shot that like very well. Like you, I don't know, you could just kind of like feel like the energy and the excitement. It was cool. I agree. Oh, yeah. The only other thing I kind of wanted to talk about was um, kind of going about going uh, also off of like what the movie is trying to say, you know, is that it's really interesting how uh, everyone stole, like people just stole all of the prizes. Yeah. <laughs> and I wonder... I wonder about, you know, when they're like, okay, we're going to turn off the lights and everyone who took something put it back. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess, who's at fault in that situation? Are the firemen <laughs> just being stupid for thinking that people would actually put them back? Or is it the people's fault for taking instead of, like, giving back? I don't know. Right. I don't know either, but that kind of um, brought up like a scene that I thought was really important in the movie too, where like the only one like fireman is like putting back the cheese or whatever oh, that, yeah. <laughs> and he's like the only person putting something back when the lights come back on. And then the firemen get into this argument about how he shouldn't have done that. Um, and one of the firemen is like, well, he's just an honest guy, you know, and if you were an honest guy, you would have done the same thing. And the other fireman is like, I would never put my honesty above the prestige of this department. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. And I thought that that was kind of like, that was the whole like mm-hmm. message, like summed up so well as like, these people kind of like abandon their own morals and stuff for the, for the sake of like saving face in the, yeah. in the government sector. Um, and I just thought that that was like such a clever way to put that message in. Yeah, I agree. I think it, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's so funny that this guy is just like uh, actually like following out what they said and just went yeah. for it. Yeah, gets in trouble. <laughs> it really is kind of just about the saving face. Mm-hmm. Really interesting. It is. Yeah, it, it was a good movie. <laughs> I liked yeah. it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it was very clever and still funny and light at the same time. Yeah, that's true. I think it, I think it like tricks you into thinking more than you realize that you're thinking. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> which, I, which I think is cool. Me too. Those silly old dirty old men, dirty old firefighters. <laughs> Classic old men. Yeah. Um, cool. I don't know what else I have to say about this one. Yeah, there's not much because it's so short. 
it's really just a short movie, but I would recommend it to most. And I would just say the jokes about the image of women does get old pretty um, quick. But other than that, it's a good movie. Yeah. Um, I agree. I would recommend it. I think it's a good one, the first one to watch for the Japanese wave. Yeah, it's really, really easy to watch. I don't think you have to have like that much knowledge of what was going on at the time to really get what they're trying yeah. to say. Yeah, I agree, actually. I'm trying to just like think and, and, and think if that's true for some of the other movies that I've seen. And uh, I'll, I'll ponder on it more. <laughs> yeah, let me know. Um, yeah, I, I do love me a good short movie, too. Me, too. It's sometimes. a skill to be able to, like, really concisely say what you yeah. need to say. Yes. Oh, yeah, we talked about this with I Married a Witch as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love short movies. I'm all about it. Yeah. And as long as, as, long as the runtime fits the content, like, how much you got in the movie, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, cool. Do you have a rating for this one? I think I'll give it probably a 7 out of 10. Okay. Maybe an 8. I'll, I'll probably give it an 8. I like it. Okay, that's exactly where I'm at. I don't know if it's a 7 or an 8, but uh, I'll give it an 8. Nice. <laughs> yeah. At least for now. We'll see. I haven't logged it yet. Usually whenever I end up logging it, for that. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yes. How does this compare to um, uh, the one fool over the cuckoo's nest? Can you tell us the same guy? Honestly, no. Never in a million years would I just known that or guessed it. Very, very different movies. I guess there is almost like a similar type of humor, though, in just like things going wrong. Big groups of people trying to have fun and things just going wrong. Mm-hmm. How about uh, compared to The Cremator, which came out, if I'm not mistaken, in the same year? Like two very different ends of like, what's coming out. Yeah, two very different tones, too. That's true. Yeah, The Cremator is like, uh, there's nothing fun in that movie. No. But that no. came out in 1969. So it's been yeah. Years later total like opposite ends of the spectrum in terms of like how to go about critiques of like society and the government i guess like to do humor versus to do like horror yeah i'm glad you watched them both it's it's kind of interesting to think about them both like that together yeah yeah. and i think just based on like historical context and stuff um it like makes a little more sense because 69 would be after the warsaw pact invasion type stuff I don't know like how much of the movie was created before then or like how exactly it fits in, but like it makes sense to be more harsh and more, uh, I don't know, actually, (laughs) I don't know where I'm going with this because I'm trying to think in the cremator, it's, it's drawing this line between like the Nazis because it's set, it's set in the thirties, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. It's interesting because that would be kind of more more of a like direct um, overreach of powers type stuff rather than a society is looking a little weird as a result of this. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Interesting to think about. It really is. Yeah. And I also don't know how much these factors come into play anyways, but that's mm-hmm. all right. Watch them all and find your own you <laughs> find your own opinion. Yeah. Which is something I wanted to point out actually is that please uh like anyone listening, if you if you uh have you seen any of the movies we watch, like it doesn't have to be something recent. Um just if you're ever listening to a past episode and you have like the big thoughts, whether you agree or disagree with anything you're saying, please let mm-hmm. us know. We'd love to talk about it. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, at any point. It might be a little, like some of the earlier, earlier episodes might be a little less cool of like remembering exactly the details of given movies, but we do are talk about whatever. Nice. You guys. Um, yeah. Okay. So I think that can wrap it up for Fireman's Ball. Um, we don't recommend it. Yeah. Give it a go. Check it out. It's available on the Criterion Journal and also Netflix and Czechia. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where else it would be, but uh, I use a VPN to watch a lot of stuff that because there are certain like streaming services that aren't even available here mm-hmm. that I have to uh, like switch to use. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I, I should probably look more into that. Like just now that I now that I'm paying for this, or I paid for the VPN for a while. I can just like jump around to other countries and see what they got. It's it's fun to see. Like there's a lot. There's Netflix looks very different here. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Okay, so next week I have no idea. Well, I, I, I have an idea, but I, I, uh, I'm going to be so busy all, all next week, I don't even have time to do anything, so I'm down to just show up, do like a 30-minute episode talking about whatever, call it, because I, I have to say, like, it's, I'm going to be super busy, but I don't want to skip an episode, I have lots of fun. Okay, that sounds so good to me. we can either do a Q&A, or else I'll just pick something to ask you about and let you know ahead of time. Okay. It would be good. cool to do like fun little like not necessarily rankings, but like just certain um, we'll see. I'll, I'll I'll just tell you ahead of time. So I'm not putting you on the spot. Okay. Sounds good. Because I I know that sometimes when we do the questions, it's like something that's very thought provoking and then yeah. like, <laughs> answer this right away. That's your first gut reaction. Um, so yeah, we'll see about that for next week. It'll be a fun time either way. Um, and we'll do a short little episode. And if you listen weekly, you know, you can go back and check out some of our back catalog of stuff, of movies that we've seen. I know that like when I listen to film podcasts, they're just like new podcasts regarding stuff that I'm interested in. I like look back and specifically what, listen to the ones when I've seen a movie that is like seen that movie, like I'll see it, watch the movie, then go back and listen to see what they say. So I don't know. Do that with us and then tell us what you think about it. That would be really cool. <laughs> okay. That's enough. That's enough. Oh, there was one more thing I just remembered. Um, so Aubrey 
actually texted me like before last episode and just forgot about it. Um, but she's picked out a book for the next book club. Okay, cool. Called um, The October Country, which is a collection of short stories by Ray Bradbury. Ah, what a great pick. Does that work for you? Yeah, I'm excited about that. I don't think we've ever read a short story collection for book club. That is true, yeah. I mean, the first book we ever read was the Collecting Schizophrenias, which, mm-hmm. while not a short story compilation, it's like a collection of essays. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the closest we've come to that. This is exciting. We did read two short stories for Burning. That's, that's true. We did do this. Cool, I'm going to buy it right now. Yeah, I have not bought it yet. And I don't know when I'm going to have time to read it. So I think we should do this in December. We should not have it in November. But I think okay. Yeah, we should do like the second or maybe third. Okay. And it'll work out because it looks pretty short. But it also just might keep me awake at night if it's super spooky. I hope it's super spooky. About that, we'll get working on started on that. October Country by Ray Bradbury. Anyone else wants to follow along and join us for book club? You're more than welcome. Cool. So, all that is left to do is to recommend an album for the week. If you're new here, every week we recommend an album that we think you should listen to in the week or just at any week. It's really open ended because we do this every week and we've been doing this for a while. So, I can. Yeah, we have added a lot of albums at this point. We make the rules. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, my album I want to recommend this week is called Juno by Remy Wolf. It's her brand new album. She just put it out. I am a big Remy Wolf fan. I think this is the set. She's kind of new to me. I recommended her EP when that came out on the pod a couple months ago. Um so I was like anticipating her new album release and it was so good. And this is so fun. I'm so happy to have kind of like a new artist that I'm sort of like following and I really like what she puts out. Okay. She is a pop artist. I would say her songs are very upbeat and funky and danceable and very funny. Her lyrics are odd and fun. And I just like her. She's just very creative and spunky. Yeah. You know. Juno. Isn't that the name of her dog? Probably. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I watched I watched uh, an episode of uh, Kenny. Do you know Kenny Beats? Mm-hmm. He's a music producer. He does like lots of rap stuff. He has this YouTube series called The Cave, where he just invites people to come to his cave. Cool. Which is his studio, and he just makes a quick beat and then they freestyle on it. But he had Remy Wolf on, and she brought her dog. That's awesome. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know. Might need to do some more. I, her, her like previous albums and EPs are all, all have dog themed names, so that would make sense to me. Yeah, I became maybe not quite a quite to the level of fan, but I remember when you recommended the EP, I listened to it and I really liked it. Yeah, right. She's very talented. Yeah. Into so it. Now, um, I'll, I'll have to give it the album list. I think it was where 
It's really fun. My favorite song on the album is called Sexy Villain. Nice. I mean, that makes sense. That that would be your favorite album. Okay, so my album is one that I've already recommended to you specifically because I'm really excited about it. (laughs) It's a Halloween-y album that I discovered on Halloween. Mm-hmm. That was cool to me. But basically, Ryan Gosling, this friend that he met because they were dating sisters, mm-hmm. his girlfriend's sister's boyfriend. That's how they first met. But anyway, they made an, an, a Halloween album because they both really like horror movies and stuff. And uh, it's called Dead Man's Bones. And they, they got together and also got a children's fire to like sing on it. And then they had like certain rules. And you can read all about it. I learned all of this just from their Spotify, both or the uh, artist profile on the Spotify page. Like they had certain rules when they were recording. You could do it. You only had three takes to get it all. And that's after all the instruments, stuff like that. I don't know. It was it's really cool. And the album is so, so good. It's like all I've been listening to all week. That's awesome. It's even, it's even beat out the three albums that we talked about last week that I've been listening to a whole lot. Right. And uh, yeah, I'm completely obsessed with it. And um, yeah. That is so cool. I love that. Check it out. It's so good. While we're talking about music too, I must say that last week I recommended my playlist called One Foot in the Grave and Three Feet in the Banana Peel and Evan Uh, contributed some songs to it recently. And if you didn't follow it last week, you must follow it now because it got so much better (laughs) (laughs) of the last couple of days. I think it's like a perfect playlist now. Just so you know, everybody should listen to it. Incredible. I will put it on the Instagram story every day. That's the thing is that like it's really easy to just like click on it and go to the playlist, but it expires after one day. Mm. So you know, maybe maybe uh people who really needed to find it just weren't on that day. Honestly. I'll help. Good. I support this playlist too. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, go check that out. Cool. Okay, that's all we got for this week. I by the next time we speak, I will have shot my whole movie. Wow, I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah, and I'm doing sound for like everyone else's. Thanks. So that's Thanks. Lots of fun sweet. stuff going on. Um, cool. So thank you for everyone. Thank you everyone for listening. We really appreciate it. Please Everyone. continue listening if you enjoy it here. Talk to us. Tell us what you think about these movies. I don't know why I haven't like pushed that before. Please do. We love mm-hmm. doing that. It's, it's all about a conversation. Yeah. Because real quick before we go, sorry, I'm like, I'm just thinking about like what we're trying to do with this podcast a lot lately. Especially it's like it's like when I'm writing this essay that I'm writing, I have to say, does this argument support the thesis statement? <laughs> it's like, well, what can we do in the, in the podcast to be more like, yes, this is what you, where you go when you want to watch more movies and read more books. Mm-hmm. Is that a big part of it is just like finding 
people to talk about that will get you thinking about things in new and different ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, as much as we like to be like to like to be that voice for you, we also need that voice for us. <laughs> so like we have each other to give new ideas and ways of looking at things, but we grew up in the same town for the most part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, and we're from like very similar backgrounds. Like there's we're all like we're super open to like, new and different perspectives, and we love to hear your opinions and your takes on. The movies that we watch, but also anything. Like if there's anything you want us to watch and talk about, let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, anything like that. Just uh, feel free to communicate with us about anything because, uh, you know, we love doing this and we do it and just hang out and do it. But also, like, we want you to be a part of it so that we go back and forth because we sometimes don't know what to do for the next episode. Yeah, any internet would be awesome. Thanks. Much welcome and much appreciated. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. So, uh, thank you so much, everyone. Have a great week. I will catch you next time. Thank you, everybody. Goodbye. Bye now.